how have you guys navigated the challenges of changing through a long-term relationship? I love that we were always, we always been the type to just put our heads together and like work through things together, like from almost day one. And we barely knew each other because as soon as like we started talking, um, I started going through that stuff with my friends. And so she was like supporting me through that whole thing, like showing up to parties when I felt uncomfortable, like, and we have been talking for like two weeks. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's up, everybody? And welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of Black, LGBTQIA plus individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA plus individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by two special guests from the word queer. We got Ariel and Dominique. Y'all introduce yourselves to the people. Okay. Hey, uh, we're, um, I'm Dom. This is my lovely wife, Ariel. And we run the page, um, the word queer, um, Instagram, all the, all the social sites, the same name, the word queer. Um, we also have a website, so check that out, www.thewordqueer.com, um, where we just like to share our life as a queer, Black queer couple through our lens um, in hopes that, I don't know, we could just be a, a what is it, representation mm-hmm. for like just somebody out there. Um, so we just try to share transparently what we go through as a couple, um, the ups, the downs, the funny, the sad, just anything anybody could think of that's real life, just to so that the word queer is all this mm-hmm. and more. Yep. Yeah. And so I bring to it um, like that psychotherapy piece. I will like plug that in because um, while that is my work, it's also like something that I really love that's in our relationship. Um, because we're able to like analyze our relationship, dissect things, like work through issues. Um, and so we also give that to the word queer, um, just different things that we're working through in our relationship from a psychotherapy lens, from a psychological lens, um, and also from like a, uh, a, even an even wider lens, like societal lens, um, because we are black and queer. And so that comes with its own nuances and challenges. So that is another piece that we bring to the word queer. Nice. Yeah, no, that's super dope. That's super dope. Um, And I definitely want to dive into that. But first, <laughs> when did y'all know y'all like the ladies? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Oh, okay. Kindergarten for me. And I'm, I'm being totally for real. Um, Because there was this girl in kindergarten who would would mess with me like and mess with me like would hold my hand would put her leg on mine like Uh-oh. in kindergarten right and I'm like not saying no because I'm like no nah, I like this though like it's cool <laughs> so it was kindergarten for me wow yeah I know should I even say that like on the podcast no yeah yeah absolutely most people okay. is pretty early so that's okay right in line okay yeah cool. like for me I've always been the type of person who I just like go with the flow of my life so like I didn't know I liked girls but I knew I felt the same way about guys and girls at a very young age so like I don't know I just like the attention from everybody 
uh, <laughs> at a young age. And so it wasn't until I got older that I realized, like, when, you know, I put a term to it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. That's why I was crushing on these women that I grew up around and just seeing these strong black women. And I'm like, liking them a little bit more than, you know, my friends, talk, I'm talking about them a little bit more than my friends talking about them and all that stuff. So yeah. it was pretty young for me too. Like, I don't know, I say elementary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you still kind of was like, oh, the boys is cool. Like, that's yeah, cute. like I was still entertaining boys. I was like, you know, they giving me gifts and stuff. Like, I'm just, oh, this is cool. <laughs> like, I like this too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nah. So then for both of you guys, since it was it was pretty young, which most people is, you know, very young adolescent. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first kind of interaction with like understanding your sexuality? So whether it been like your first boyfriend or uh girlfriend or 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 anything like that, when did you kind of start journeying into figuring it out, figuring out what it was? I feel like for me, I'm still kind of on that journey of like, I don't really uh, like identify with the terms much um that's why I feel like I guess the only term really is queer that fits me or I feel like most comfortable labeling myself as because I don't know I feel like sexual my sexuality is very fluid and it's just over the years like I've experienced liking boys I've experienced liking girls I feel like I can like anybody based on their personality or like if we just vibing right um so yeah, so I still, I still, I don't know, maybe I'm not figuring it out anymore. Maybe like, that is just who I am. Like, I'm just fluid sexually. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, it is definitely was like a, a journey for sure. Um, figuring it out. Cause I'll say from like a societal point of view, like when I would say certain things, I would get like an awkward response, right? Um, Cause I remember being obsessed with this singer in the 10th grade. I don't know if you know her, but Corinne Bailey Ray, right? Yeah. I thought this woman was just, wow. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So I'm, I'm saying this kind of stuff out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my friend's like, oh, and I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I hear, I, I see the looks, right? Um, but that was really just my first time like saying these things out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and never really pursuing anything because like in high school I'm still entertaining boys um, and then kind of and even up until college I'm entertaining boys but it wasn't until college maybe like my second or third no maybe my second or third year um, I'm like wait a minute now I'm kind of noticing like how I move with guys and how I move with girls and it's completely different Um, and I'm like this means something like I need to sit down and like figure out what this means for myself and so initially I said okay bisexual right like sounds good sounds great um it works because I'm still entertaining both Mm -hmm. um but then I realized nah I don't want to entertain both (laughs) I don't if I'm really being for real it's just like what's expected you know it's of me um and even though it's weird because my family has never like been a family who's like you need to do this you need to do that with your life my family has always given me free roam to be myself like my mom will even say like Ariel you always been like a you know that saying that like um march to the beat of your own drum yeah that type of thing, right yeah. she's always I've always grown up hearing that 
but I still felt like it was expected for me to do these things but I'm like it's just not making sense Mm -hmm. like like if I'm really being for real so it was around like the second or third year of college where I'm like okay I need to figure this out and then also then right next after that came down (laughs) as I'm figuring out and then it's all made sense it was all figured out (laughs) right it was just when I saw her mission complete right (laughs) we're good it's the right. latest for me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or really, it's you for me. Because uh, if, right. if you ask wife that question, she'll say, I just like you. Not, it's, you know, it's not really like, uh, she's just like, I just like you. So I don't know what mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, you know, so yeah, for you, it's, it's Dom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so then, uh, what was your coming out stories? Coming out stories. Hmm. Mine, I think... So mine is, so for coming out stories, right? Like mine has a few layers to it. Cause, and I say that because like, literally what helped me understand myself more was like, at one point I look around and like all my friends are are gay. Like everybody's a lesbian and I'm the only like not, right? And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should like take a look at that too. Like, you uh-huh. know? That was subconscious too, I imagine, right? Like you didn't consciously end up in, are you like an artsy person or like creative? Because normally like there's that kind of, you know. So here's the thing. So I'm in band. There you go. Right. (laughs) So yeah, I'm in band in college. And, um, but still there's, I could have, I think it was subconscious though, because it's, it's, um, I, it's so many different people in band. You know what I'm saying? Like you got, it's literally uh I want to say like mean girls like you got the different sections right uh and not everybody mean or nothing I'm not saying yeah. that but you know that scene in the cafeteria where they're like you got the this is this table this yeah, is this table right. this is the popular kids this is right like the yeah nerds so yeah and so it's it's I, several opportunities for me to choose who I want to be friends with uh-huh. all the time but this is who I choose I'm going so hard for the queer community right at some point, the allyship is like, <laughs> okay, girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's coming from the inside. Right. So, <laughs> so it's that, a different kind of passion. Right. It feels personal. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, my coming out story, as far as college goes, I didn't really have to. Yeah. Right. Like, they're like, girl. We know, girl. You just right. have to figure it out. Right. <laughs> we, we just waiting on you. Right. <laughs> that was that part. That was easy. Now give me your number. <laughs> <laughs> but then talking to my mom, well, talking to my sister was also easy because, like, again, she's like, girl, you never talk to guys. Like, you never, you know, like, if I ever, she knew already. And then my mom, when I finally told my mom, she was upset for, like, a quick second but then she turned around and was like you know actually I'm cool with it and I was like okay right. it was still a it was still a difficult conversation to have yeah. like that built up anxiety but so that's my coming out story like everybody was cool yeah nice and I love that for you uh, um <laughs> like yeah not so much on my side yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit different like I remember I had you know, back in the day, I had a Tumblr page. I'm posting like all types of naked black women on my page, um, like reposting or resharing, whatever the term was then, um, on that page. And I had the link to my page yeah. on my Instagram. And my mom 
decides that she wants to click on that link and go to my Tumblr page. Mm. And you know Tumblr too, right? Ooh, Tumblr was a time. Okay, it was a time. Tumblr was a time. It was crazy. And then like, like I'm, I grew up like real artsy, like I'm writing stories, poetry and stuff like that. So also on this Tumblr page is like poems of women, like of romance and stuff like that. So my mom just spending some time on that page. She calls me and she's like, I need to ask you a question. Do you like women? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like she, she done found my tongue. <laughs> she did. She didn't hold back or nothing. I was like, okay, I got a choice here. I can just lie and just be like, I don't know. I just like, I don't know, make up some lie. Or I can just like, you know, let it out right now. This could be the time. So I decided to tell her like, yeah, I do. I don't remember like how the conversation went like after that, but she was not happy. She was pissed. Mm -hmm. her, yeah, yeah. her and sense. my dad, like they definitely expressed how they didn't agree with it and everything. So we got off that phone call. I'm shaking. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what does this mean? Can I come back home? They're going to pick me up like from college. Like <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> like I'm in this dorm room, like mine going everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to write them a letter um, just expressing like that just because I might like, you know, the same sex, like that I'm not different. Um, I feel like y'all should be able to look past that and still love me. And there's just like a real personal letter because yeah. I was really better with my words on paper than verbally, especially talking to my parents, like I'm scared. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, I can't remember what happened with that letter, like if we had a conversation, I'm sure we had a conversation after, but that's basically how I came out to them. Um, and then with my siblings, I didn't really come out. Like I just came out dating Ariel and that was that. <laughs> it's like, this is my girlfriend. Right. Put but then together. Like, <laughs> so, so like me and Ariel were like messing with, like we were, we were getting close. Like when we met, we started talking that same day and like never stopped talking ever since. And so my friends noticed that. And then I finally told them, like, you know, I think I like this girl for real, for real. And then they started being weird after that. Mm -hmm. So I had a terrible experience with, like, just, like, being exiled or feeling exiled from my friend group. Um, and so I'm, I'm at Hampton, like, six hours away from my family, too. Like, oh, boy. We already hate, like, I feel like they hate Hampton. Me. Yeah. I went to Howard. Yeah. That's where we met. And so wait, wait, I went wait, to Howard. Oh, uh, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. This conversation, yeah. this conversation is over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> HBC. All right. Close the laptop. We're done here. <laughs> Shout out to HBCUs. Yes, love. yes, indeed. Okay. So that was a hard experience for me. Um uh so like I ended up transferring schools like I told my parents because I didn't you know vibe with the school no more but it was because like I my whole world felt like it went upside down and so I ended up leaving that school and um kind of not trusting like making friends anymore for a couple years like mm -hmm. um, so you left Hampton yeah I left okay. Hampton my second year so I spent two years there uh mm, excuse me um and then yeah so that's how I came out and that's what happened it was it was, it, was it was not good it was, it was not fun but y'all met before she left yeah so then yeah. after that how, how does that it's going to transition right into this how we met story since we since we right here <laughs> all right oh yeah how we met. so this is this is the part where i'm i'm cued in 
to tell my part. Yeah. So we have this class together um, and uh, it's a science class and the teacher asked us to pair up with people. And I had already peeped her. She sat in the back of the class. I sat in the front. So by the it's time the I peep for me, it's the peep. Like, oh, yeah, I already <laughs> seen her. I'm just like, hmm, I like her. Um, so there's, of course, you know, tens of other, not tens of others. Sorry, like there are other groups I can go to. But I'm like, no, nah, that's the one. She's in that group. So I sit down and there's some other guy who sits down too, but I, I don't know him. <laughs> Nobody else matters in this story. Focused. Right. So she starts, uh, singing a song l varner is this is an artist that i'm obsessed with at the time um and she starts singing it i just make conversation about it i'm like oh i love l varner um we should probably like get together and like you know talk about l varner or something i just make up some type of conversation um first of all like i'm awkward as hell so like she came over to work with me and i'm like i don't know what to talk about mm -hmm. like so i'm doing my work and I'm just gonna hum this song and <laughs> stick to myself right so she's she's doing all this work uh, I mean you know we're supposed to be doing work together but uh she's okay I'm about you to, didn't do no work I didn't I didn't do anything. I was mad at them like yeah, both of them was, in my group I'm like y'all can come work with me and I have to do all of the but work she was distracted she was distracted she but wanted she she give you compensation in other ways Right, right. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, well. different plan. We had a, it was just dissecting. We had to so. dissect the starfish. Like, oh yeah, you got not, that. It ain't big enough for all of us to be take, doing. I nothing. take school seriously. It's not that. It's, it it wasn't that deep for me. Right. So, um, but what was that deep was me talking to her. Hello. So, um, talk to her. Give her my number. Um, and she texted me that day. Not, um, but not until she has like. A panic and then she like talks to her friends first about like what does this mean it's like girl obviously you know what it means <laughs> but she texts me that day um and yeah we've been kicking it we've been kicking it like and not just kicking it but yeah yeah college yeah. days so yeah yeah it moved, it moved quickly time. after that <laughs> what uh so was you guys each other's first girlfriend she was my first girlfriend. I would say she's my first girlfriend. I think. Uh, yes. I've I've like date I've like dated girls and like I got it. You ain't claiming you know none of them. You ain't claiming none of like, It wasn't like nothing official. Yeah, you wasn't claiming none of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, I, I, I experienced some other things. Like, we girl. literally had this conversation last night. It was like it was other girls I was entertaining, but I'm like, Mm. nah her yeah so, so then yeah. after that just with um I mean both of you guys kind of still working through like okay I think this is where I'm going with you know dating women and then um because I imagine how long have you guys been together 10 10 years mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so so you know together for a, in a long-term relationship you're still growing like yourself. Mm -hmm. So how have you guys navigated the challenges of changing through a long-term relationship? I love that we were always, we always been the type to just put our heads together and like work through things together, like from almost day one. And we barely knew each other because as soon as like we started talking, um, I started going through that stuff with my friends. And so she was like supporting me through that whole thing, like showing up to parties when I felt uncomfortable, like 
and we have been talking for like two weeks I don't know like mm -hmm. <laughs> um so I feel like that set the foundation for our relationship to like just always come back into each other whenever we feel something like whenever we going through something and like we can trust that the other is going to be there to support um so I say I say that like just set it making sure we set that foundation that's how we grew through life together like because we had some crazy changes like we had things we had to like unlearn because this was my first like for real relationship um so I had I didn't even know like traumas that'll come that can come out and present themselves like once you do get in a relationship and if you haven't dealt with that stuff before so I'm like learning new things about myself like oh I didn't know I was gonna react that way or feel this way and stuff so we have we're having to like traverse that path those paths together yeah. and then like Ariel with her experiences having to like figure that out and like I don't know I'm glad we always had this like background of therapy and talking and just supporting each other through these milestones or and changes and being open to like learning new things together mm -hmm. and trying yeah. trying new ways to do things yeah I always say um it we just come from a place of just wanting to make it work that's really it like period um that is it and just everything else kind of just falls into place and of course it don't come without no challenges like For sure. oh man. but that's it that's the bottom line wanting it to work wanting yeah. to be happy yeah now neither one of us like through any of those challenges neither one of us were gonna stop trying mm -hmm. so it's just when you keep when you keep trying that's more practice under your belt that's yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get better so yeah absolutely absolutely so you guys decided to bring um you know build a platform based around just queerness and you know of course at the center of that is you your relationship uh who made that decision how did you guys arrive at that so I, it, okay, I'm, I'm going to say that it was both of us that made that decision, but it kind of came from different places. Yeah. So um, for me, I, you know, love to talk about that I'm a Capricorn and that I think that it's really good to like show these things, right? Like, I think it's really great to show your relationship, um, especially not having um, seen this stuff growing up, like what was a queer relationship I don't know I don't know right like yeah so I love I, it came from that for me um and for Dom it kind of showed up for I, I guess maybe a similar reason like yeah. oh go ahead I'm sorry yeah no you good definitely like kind of a similar reason but like I felt like we weren't being taken seriously as like a queer couple in our like personal lives like family and friends um, so I was like, what's another way that I can kind of show and prove that we are just like everybody else? Well, I feel like we're better, but yes. that's the Aquarius, that's the Aquarius in me. Okay. I'm gonna feel like I'm better, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like what, how can I show that we are, you know, just a regular relationship, right? Um, and so when I think you came up with the idea of us starting a page, because oh. it was years ago, like before we started that you wanted to start different pages and show stuff, but we can never like be consistent. Mm -hmm. um, so that's when I finally like really liked the idea for it. Mm -hmm. So we started. The, we had the angle. Yeah. Okay. It made it 
I don't know. I guess it made it make sense to me more. Because mm-hmm. um, like just right before just having just a page, you, I was like, just like, why? Okay. Like, yeah, but yeah. like without just meaning, like, just like oh, yeah. we just a couple up here. Uh huh. So when we did that, and like as as so as we started, I'm like, yeah, I'm showing my family, like they gonna see. But I didn't know that it was gonna be so many other people who resonated, like with the content we were putting out. So that's when it then that's when it changed to like, oh, this is bigger than just what's happening in my family. Like, cause I didn't have any uh, queer friends. So I'm like, oh, okay. So this is, this is needed. Like more stuff, more things like this. Um, so that's when they became this bigger message and this wider audience and broader meaning for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's how it started. Just you know, lots of conversations around yeah. that. Um, feelings like, you know, emotionally driven to, you know, feelings of like not being accepted, which of course was happening, right? Like kind of getting tired of being called the girls, kind of yes. tired of being friend zoned by like people around us. Like, this is not, this is not a friendship. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know, that's the basis yeah. of it, but it's like, no, you know, your little friend, have right? A friend. Like, like, no, it's not that. It's not that. She not just invite me to the cookout and we not just roommates. It's not that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah how do you guys like in 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 practice right because I think this is a a great nuance that people probably experience in their personal lives like how have you guys navigated that like in a practical sense like when you do interact with your family and it's kind of a um like kind of a slight against like I'll give you an example at work um I, I'm not a per, I'm not, you know, I think it's evident if you look at me that I'm, I'm gay and I've never shied away from that. And in a casual conversation, like I bring up my wife, like, and I say it just like that. Right. Um, but you know, some people say like, you know, my partner or like other words that kind of don't clearly identify what it is. What are some of the things that you guys do in your personal life practically that kind of make that clear to people that we are together? Mm-hmm. I know pers- I'm a, I'm a, my wife like mm. at work at the, whoever I'm talking mm. about like oh no yeah my my wife because I love to talk about her and I'm like oh my wife loves to do that my wife you know and boom that's when they find out or and I just don't care um or if they're like you know people assume husband if they see a ring on my finger mm. and I'm just quick to say no my wife no she no mm. her <laughs> like you know stuff like that but within my family I think that us showing up and like we don't really I don't think I really call you my wife around my family but not I don't think not because I don't want to or not because like I don't know naturally I just call you by your name but um like when we together but um I think like going to family functions and like just being close and hugged up and stuff like that that's how I kind of action my actions will show it a lot more around my family yeah for me, um, it's the same. Like at work, um, it's my wife this, my wife that, um, all the time, all the time. Um, especially when I was working in like an office setting. Um, and I also think that some people, I also think that sometimes like, cause I, my, I'm gender fluid. So like, sometimes you'll absolutely be able to like see, right? Like, because and I don't shy away from it either I get oh my gosh it's so crazy that like people will be like he him like 
sometimes with me it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild but um mm-hmm. then I talk to other people they're like no I can I'm like all right girl but anywho uh that's a side note mm-hmm. but still I don't shy away from it at work um I'm very loudly I'm very loudly queer um even in my last employment um before I got this new uh place just I was just so loud with it um when the microaggressions would come no quickly let's correct it um I'm talking about my experiences being queer you know I'm just like always talking about it I'm always talking about our page I'm always you know showing it to someone so it's just it's not a you know you have to purposely go out of your way to not know yeah or not say it around me because this one I'm talking about all the time (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. And, but I think that's, you know, a part of shifting the narrative like daily mm-hmm. is like that, right? Like just normalizing, like you've got a gay coworker, like mm-hmm. she has a wife, right. they have kids, they, you know, go on vacation, just like you, they go to the bathroom, they eat dinner together, they go on mm-hmm. vacations, right. just like you, it, it's, you know, completely normal. And so, you know, I'm, you know, happy that you guys navigate that way. Um, talk about for, uh, in terms of your platform, um, some of the things that people can find if they, you know, follow you guys, if they, you know, uh, tap into your content, what are some of the things that they can find? And then also in the past, you know, think back to some of the, the, the content that you guys have put out, some of the most controversial things that you may have uh, put out or like where you had like people with totally different perspectives on some content. We've had some uh, stuff go viral um but like in the beginning of our like okay we've had some stuff go viral recently and it seemed like the comments were kind of the same um but like in the past um we we posted something controversial like who's the man in the relationship like sometimes we'll go over that subject um and the comments will be like oh it's uh, clearly her yeah (laughs) which is weird that one yeah um that the comments will be like well no man will want you or something like that and um yeah so can you sorry can you repeat the question was it like how we handled it or like yeah just in terms of your platform just kind of describe some of the content and then also like moments that you've had that have been controversial or where you've had like maybe two different opinions on um like a piece that you've put out okay so some of our content, though, that we put out, it most of our content just surrounds like building healthier relationships and just like pushing, like trying to stray away from the narrative that like the LGBTQ community has like toxic relationships. Um, I just feel like that's a theme a lot of times when stereotyping like yeah. our community that it's toxic and all that stuff so we just try to we just try to continuously share like positive outlooks on queer relationships um but not positive Mm -hmm. as in like we just gonna talk about all the positive things in our relationship but positive as in like you still go through things as a Mm -hmm. couple (laughs) but this is how you make it past those things or um here are some tools to help you and your partner in your next like argument or discussion hard conversation um so that's a lot of the focus of our uh content yeah the Um, regular side of being queer not the more salacious kind of you know narratives that are are presented most of the time 
yeah, understand. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we um, I can't, I can't really think of any like if people. I'm sure people definitely have different opinions of a like of what we post and yeah. stuff. Like, and but, I ask that because um, you know, when you even you know me starting the po- the, the 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 podcast in the very beginning, like. It, it, it there would just be random things like you know the of course you get the you're going to hell I can't mm-hmm. believe this is you know a thing and then I had one like uh I guess she was uh like an evangelist at a church or something like found somehow somehow she found my page mm-hmm. and like through like she was like this is crazy I can't believe this like what the hell is this like it was just crazy like this whole long like thing like and it it's just like well first of all how did you even exactly mm-hmm. you gonna right see and so I'm always curious <laughs> yeah. about like you know other creators and other you know platforms and how people consume and interact with you know the content thankfully we don't get look knock on wood we don't get too many like nasty comments yeah they're not too bad right like on something that go viral like yeah, yeah you don't get a, down a yeah, bit. yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, but like I just I know some creators who just like every time they post yeah. it's like something nasty mm-hmm. and it's just like how, I, yeah how are you how you yeah. know yeah uh-huh. people just go out their way to just yeah yeah like just keep it's going. like what like <laughs> I see so many things that I don't agree with on a daily basis exactly. I sat Not and commented either. on every, I wouldn't get anything else done. Right. I right. just keep that scrolling. I just keep going. That's like right. I feel like these people just sitting at home, like just letting this stuff consume them, like letting somebody else's life that is not affecting them, like consume mm-hmm. them. And it's crazy. it doesn't make sense. It'll never make sense to me. Yeah. Uh because it's so easy to just scroll on by. Scroll on by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Again, not too much. We don't get too much. Thankfully, like the occasional. We have gotten something before that said, uh, this one hurt me. It Uh-oh. said, I look like your mother. Oh, yeah. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> you a Dom, you look like her mom. You look like Ariel's yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. That's Meanwhile, wild. Two years older, like, that's wild. It yeah. was. It gagged me. It, it, did, like, it really did hurt. Oh, my gosh. We almost, it was all, we almost didn't make it to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for that and that was a while back too yeah. that was like in the beginning yeah started but that was that was rude that was tough. yeah super crazy but that was, that was the very first comment yeah. that i seen that actually hurt me i was like, like what yeah but yeah, yeah no, i love that ignore them yeah it's just like you know high restriction on a on approval just like delete that stuff before because yeah. you know i think I, uh, you know, I wanted to say this uh, again, I said it to you guys before, but thank you, you know, for, for the work that you're doing. I think it's super brave and creative to, um, you know, sacrifice, you know, your, your personal story, your personal life to, you know, share and, you know, be, I call it, be a vessel for somebody else, like, you know, help somebody else. And so I'm, I'm super thankful. Um, before we kind of head off, what is one piece of advice you would have for someone who's on their own queer journey? I think I would say just try to ignore the noise like tune it out as best you can um, because at the end of the day this journey is yours Um, it's nobody else can live this life for you Um, so you're gonna have to live with the choices you make the decisions the 
things that come out of those decisions. Um, so make sure you're choosing for you um, and make sure you're in a safe environment to do so. Cause I know that's really hard um, aspect of our community that we know so young. So that's a gift, but also a curse because we can't really like do much out if your family is like, you know, super conservative or closed-minded and um, things like that. So make sure you're safe and make sure you are focused on yourself in that journey, in your Absolutely. journey. Yeah. For me, I would say that life is a journey. It's not a marathon. And there's so much beauty in these ups and downs that go along with it. Um, I think a thing that we as humans like to do is to only see the positive and like you can't have uh the sun without the moon you know you can't have the ups without the downs otherwise you won't be able to preach to appreciate the ups so i think it's beauty in all of it i think it's beauty in the gray areas as well absolutely so that's what i would say absolutely appreciate it all yeah no definitely i love that i love that tell the people what they can expect from you guys next if you can share anything. So this beautiful human right here oh, is spearheading you. like another sector that we're going into as the word queer. Yeah. Um, as y'all know or don't know, she's a psychotherapist, um, but also a awesome, an awesome relationship coach. Um, and so that is another area that we're diving into is relationship coaching that we're offering now. Mm -hmm. take appointments on the work awesome there you go okay yeah. yeah i'll definitely make sure i put the link on the the, the episode yeah thank, thank you very you. much yeah so it's right on uh the workqueer.com um yes i am taking clients for relationship coaching there you go so y'all who need some relationship coaching tap mm -hmm. in yes, tap in yeah. proven <laughs> track record long-term relationship they not just out here talking they've been in a relationship for a long time they got their own data points there you go mm -hmm. nice Dom, Ariel, thank y'all so much for coming on the uh, Queerly Black show. Um, definitely, definitely super me. grateful for this episode. Um, y'all already know, man. This is another episode of the Queerly Black show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. <laughs>